Welcome everybody to the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. Each week, Berner and Barthy will cover a range of topics and bring you the latest news from the Central Coast Rugby Competition. Good chat, good footy, good fun. Take it away, boys. Thanks, Tomo. <laughs> me, me doing the intro doesn't make any sense, just like the results and the outcomes of uh, the weekend. This week coming up on the podcast, uh, we'll review those results and what happened. We'll do a bit of a preview of what's coming up. We're going to give some prizes away. Uh, we'll do the monthly mouthful and a whole lot of other stuff and a bit of fun. Berner, how was your week, pal? Mate, week was amazing. How about these results in the weekend? I don't think anyone expected it to go the way that it did. No, nah, Absolutely. And we also have a new holder of the Golden Schooner, which is exciting. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah. That's a long rain. Yeah. Well, the rain's over now. It Purple is. rain. <laughs> <laughs> Purple rain. That is enough from you. Let's get into it. It's time for the results of the round, brought to us by Gus and the team at Erin Podiatry. All right, Barthy. Some interesting results to cover off this week. Yeah. Let's start with the women's. First game, Avoca Beach run-out winners, 36 points to 10 over the Razorbacks. Yeah, good victory. Uh, what was it, six, seven tries to two? Competitive game by all reports, and, and um, I think that Avoca Beach side, they're, they're shaping up really well. They've, uh, they're, they're doing some good teamwork and scoring some really good structured tries. So, uh, Be yeah. A good test for them this weekend Absolutely. up against the Trojans. Well, clearly the two best sides of the comp, yep. which we'll cover off. Yep. Uh, Hornsby beat Carryong 22 points to nil. I like this result for the Hornsby women. They needed a, a good win. They were a little bit down in form at the start of the season. So what was it, four tries to nil? Yep. Congratulations and, and uh, let's see how they go. All right. And last game, Wasford get the win over Lakes, 39 points to five. They can score. How good are the Wasford team going? They're killing it. Holly Johnston bagged a hat-trick. Um, Leilani uh, Montgomery getting a couple. Good win by the Wasford women. Big win. Yeah, um, continuing the hot run of form, actually. And uh, they so, don't, don't have a game this week, but, um, yeah, I think a couple of big games to come. They've got a Boca in two weeks' time. Three sides, so I don't think have dropped a game yet. Yeah, they're how undefeated. Good, how, how good's that? Unreal. Good stuff. All right, on to the men's. When I can get it loaded up. <laughs> work phone, work. <laughs> run of time restraints here. All right, first game. The Lakes beat <laughs> Wee Wee. 57 points to 28. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I was watching this game uh, through the app and I sent you a message, you remember? the uh, Mate, the World War got out to a crack and start. They're leading the, the was it 20, 21-7, I think, at one stage. Yeah. Got out to a really good quick start, but uh, obviously got overrun by the, the mighty Lakes who appear to maybe uh, be finding a little bit of the form that they've lacked at the start of the year. Missing a few players, obviously, but uh, good win by the Lakes to come from behind. Yeah, a couple of injuries. Lakes and I think still got a couple out as well. Um, they're starting to come back, but, uh, yeah, Mac Rowley just ran right. And they had their winger, Jaden Natalavula, who scored five tries by the looks of things. Outstanding. So it was seven tries. Maybe four. To Mac and Jaden. Maybe I can't count. Anyway, he scored a lot of tries. So um, they ran right, 57 points to 28. Uh, their counterattack basically just killed Wee Wee uh, from all reports. Um, and when you've got a you know, back three like they do, they're, they're absolutely phenomenal. Second game. The 26-all draw at the Rock. Yeah. Maybe couldn't be split. Um, four tries, three conversions, no penalties. Dead smack down the middle. Yep. So, uh, carry on score on the buzzer. Yeah. And uh, draw it 26 all. So, um, yeah, what a result. Um, they We predicted Hornsby will get up 
you know, close to home, you know, they, mm. they'd really be up for the challenge um, of, of carry on traveling and, you know, that's that's a really good result for the competition. That Hornsby are back finding a bit of yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely agree with that. Um, but yeah, you know, carry on continue there, there to play outstandingly as well. Um, Josh McGlynn, who made his Wanderers debut on the weekend, I was talking to him. He had a bit of a run in first grade as well, and he just said carry on. Uh, sorry, said uh, Hornsby very professional in the way that they play. Um, and just attack from anywhere. So I think they, I think they're a little bit stronger. Some of the sides they've, um, they've brought on the away trip haven't quite been the, the Hornsby that we know. And so good result, I guess. Uh, is it a good result? I don't know, but uh, an exciting result. I think it is for both teams. Yeah. I think it's. I think they both be disappointed. Obviously, they didn't get the win, but I think it's. Um, they both be happy with it in a yeah, way. Good result for the competition. And here's and here's one thing I'll just um, I wouldn't mind chatting about. Sometimes a draw. Is a fair result, yeah. I, I, I'm not one of those ones who needs to be entertained and needs to have extra time and overtime and all this sort of rubbish just to get a result. Sometimes a draw is a fair result for both sides. Yeah, and Sione Ala back and um, was damaging for for Hornsby as well. Good to see him back. Not too sure the the colour of boots that he's rocking this year, so he might <laughs> need to get a bit of a, an update on that. I'm hoping. I'm well, the pastel pinks really worked wonders last year. So I don't know if he's he's brought them out again or if it's a stick with the winning formula. Yeah. Get Sione to, to uh, drop us a line here at the podcast, mate. <laughs> so take a photo of your boots and send them in. <laughs> I think we've hung too much shit on him that he follows us anymore. <laughs> Reach out, Sione, please. All right, last game. The upset of the round, Avoca get the win over the Razorbacks, 31 points to 24. Yeah, a really dominant performance. Avoca uh, really took charge from the start and, and controlled the, uh, the game in regards to territory and scoreline. Four tries apiece, but it was uh, Rimba's discipline that, that let him down. Sam Evans kicking three penalty goals, and that's obviously the, the difference between the two sides, or very much so. So a, a really strong performance, and I'm led to believe that uh, it was the best one of the year by far uh, from the Evoca side. Yeah, it sets up um, it sets up a very enticing clash like the women's with, with Terrigal this weekend at home. Look out, boys. It's my time of the month. <laughs> Try again. Uh-oh. It's that time of the month again. Who's our lucky winner of the monthly mouthful? <laughs> oh, right. Hang on, Tom. Jesus. <laughs> before, before we get to that, that the, mouth, the monthly mouthful, let's, let's give away our weekly prize. And um, our weekly prize pack today, Berna, we're going to send it out to... Sean Townsend. Sean Townsend. Okay, send in a little bit of video of the Evoca, uh, uh, Evoca Razorbacks game. Yep. Get it right. Yeah. Uh, so Sean will be will be at the game this weekend. So yep. we'll give him a beer cooler. Yep. A couple Price of coasters. Yep. And uh, some stickers. So thank you very much, for Sean, for sharing or tagging us in so Actually, we could share some content. The best thing about that is we save ourselves some postage. Thanks to BM Sales, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not needed this no. week. <laughs> so that brings us to our monthly mouthful, as, um, as, Tom, as Tom has quite eloquently <laughs> put Needs together. a bit of work. Yeah. Does I need a bit so. of work. We'll, we'll try better for next time. Mate, um, and I'm glad your microphone's off too right now, Tomo. Um, so, Berno, <laughs> who's getting the monthly mouthful this week? All right. Well, the monthly mouthful, first of all, should we go through what it is? It is a yes. half-price voucher for uh, Rampage Mouthguards. Yes. Everything they offer, that includes teeth whitening, uh, mouthguards, the whole show. $50 voucher for the Trojans Restaurant. Yeah, brilliant. Beautiful burgers there. Really, really good. We have a voucher for Block and Tackle Brewery. Yeah, free beer and get in there, try the beers first and then you'll know which ones are the best to take for free. And a box from the Grazy Lady. The Grazy Lady, a brilliant little business running out of Cobra Cabana and her 
boxes that she uh, grazing boxes are absolutely fantastic. Uh, we've had some before, and the winner for the monthly mouthful is Tani Hancock. Thank you, Tani, for, <laughs> for tagging us in a post. Uh, congratulations on winning and get in touch with us. Send us your details and we'll drop off the prize pack um, when we get around to it. Yeah, we'll chuck it in the uh, postage. Uh, Tomo, who, who do we thank for the postage? As always, our weekly winner and monthly mouthfuls are delivered to you by Mungo at BM Sales. Remember, Mungo the mailman always delivers. That's right, Tomo, he sure does. But remember, if you want to win our weekly prizes or go in the draw for our monthly mouthful, make sure you tag us in any of your posts that you put on your story or otherwise uh, on the socials and um, we'll see it and we'll reshare it and we'll uh, we'll know your name and we'll enter you into the, the weekly thing. That was horrible. But can yeah, you, can, that's can, all right, mate. Can you try and save that I, one? I can't save anything, you know that. <laughs> but um, especially if you're a private uh, account, if your account's set to private, you need to let us know that you've posted it because we don't see it. And uh, sometimes uh, all your good work will go unnoticed. So send us a message if you post it. All right, Barthy, let's get into the preview for round five. What, we'll a, what a weekend coming up. Yeah. Very tight games. We'll start off with the women's. Hornsby host the Razorbacks. I'm tipping Hornsby for this one yep. at the Rock. Um, Razorbacks on the road for the second time in as many weeks. Um. Yeah, I think Hornsby after a good win last week, I reckon they'll lift and take this one. Yeah, I think the Razorbacks are a really competitive side that have just been a little bit unlucky just not to close some games out. Good opportunity for them this weekend to close the game out against the Hornsby women. I think it'll be a really competitive match. I'll tip Hornsby as well at home. I think maybe that, that victory last week will give them the confidence boost that they need. So um, not overly confident. Good luck to both sides. I think it'll be a great game. Second game, Warnervale host the Lakes. Going. Yeah, same, same. I, I'm going to go the Warnervale women. I think they've been a little bit out of luck. Good start to the year, knocking off Hornsby. And then uh, a couple of um, so-so performances. So uh, that, they've had a week off and they're primed to go. I'll be backing the Wildcat women to, to beat the Lakes. Yeah, a lot of friends playing each other in this match. Nice local derby. I'll, I'll back the Lakes in this one, I think. Um, I think they'll get home. Avoca host Terrigal. That's it. The two best form sides of the competition. I'm Who are you going? Con- I'm concerned for the Terrigal women. Yeah, I think the two week layoff could be quite a uh, a hurdle to get over, and and times that to, with the men as well, which we'll chat about later on. But it's all about the women for this point in time. I did see on the socials they had a nice bonding experience at Terrigal Beach House on Saturday. <laughs> well, that's always good. That's always good, and we'll um, might cover off a little bit of that in the stone throwers. I think we've seen a few come through. Yeah, right. But uh, this is going to be a really, really, really good game. I'm concerned for the Terrigal women with the two weeks off where they're going to be a little bit little bit stale, a little bit flat. However, having said that, though, I've seen them play and I've seen the Avoca Beach women play and I think the, the Terrigal side are a little bit more of a, a complete side at this point in time of the competition and I think I'll be, well, I will be backing them for the victory over the Avoca Beach Sharks. I'm going to back Terrigal in as well. I think it'll be close, but I reckon they'll just get there in the end. I think they might be a bit rusty in the first first 10, 15. Yep. But I think they'll come out. Mate, they're a quality outfit. The Terrigal women's side are an absolute quality outfit. It's the two weeks, like I said, just repeating myself that I'm concerned about. But here's something for you. What if it comes down to goal kicking? Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's, well, a hundred percent, that's 100% a possibility. Well, it was last year. Yeah. It got tight towards the end of the year. Obviously, they can do place kicks now, which is a bit easier. And the, the accuracy yeah. has Fun, increased. Fun, funnily enough, though, 
uh, they're not doing it all the time. I don't understand it. Yeah, when I watched um, Wasford, they weren't going for it. Yeah. But it'd been saying that they were scoring behind the post, so they'll just yeah, you know, want to, you know, try and. Well, if, it if it's a tight game, and I'm I'm coaching either one of the sides, I'll be getting the girls to put it on the sand because not the kicking team. How old are you? <laughs> Showing your age. <laughs> Put it on the kick and tease. We have about 30 variances in, in kicking tees these days, mate. <laughs> Terrible women for me. All right. Uh, Premier One. Hornsby host the Razorbacks. So Razorbacks will be stinging from the weekend. Yeah. And, um, you know, they didn't get flogged by any means. They just, you know, they went down by pretty much poor discipline, a couple of penalty goals. That's it. So, um, you know, small hiccup in their season. They're, they're still in, you know, red hot form. Um I back them to lift here and get a good win over Hornsby. Yeah, I'm with you too, mate. I don't think I, I don't think that will sit well with them. I see Rimba as oh, I see the Razorbacks, I should say. I see them as front runners of the competition. I see them as um, them and Terrigal's really the benchmark at the start of the year. That's how yep. I saw it happening. And Voca Beach certainly raised their heads up into the discussion now. Yeah, so I, I can I agree with you, mate. They're going to be hurting from that uh, that loss, and I think Hornsby side need to be right on their money, and they need to have every player available if they stand a chance to knock the Razorbacks off. Warnervale host the Lakes. Um, lakes for me. Yeah, I think Lakes think they're starting well, to build their their players are coming back. Yeah, I like I like what Warnervale did. Uh, during the bye, they uh, sort of got together, have a bit of a bit of a bonding session together. I think that's yep. great. Um, we'll talk about that later on, but yeah, lakes for me. Yeah, Warnervale are playing good footy. They just can't close out the games. They yeah. they just went down to Warner. They just went down to to Carryong, Sorry, they just yeah. went down to Woiwoi. It's just closing out the games. It's yeah. just that's the issue for them. Um, but I, I think if Lakes can, if they if they give the Lakes back three in particular, yeah. a bit of a sniff. I think they're in a they're in for a bit of trouble. Yeah, I was just about to say that if they want to if they want to be half a chance, they have got to shut them down. Give Mac and, and Jordan no room to move. Yep. All right, and the match of the round, we're actually going to this one. I've yep. I've never been to the this battle. Yeah. Um. So I'll be I'm looking forward to it. Avoca hosting Terrigal. Who have you got? Well, mate. Before we get to who have I got, um, just want to chat about rivalries and some great rivalries and get 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 your thoughts on them. Um, obviously, you know. I mean, it's, it's for, for mine the the, the Trojan Avoca Beach rivalry is the best in the competition. We get the biggest crowds, and and it's one of those things that it's it's a very special game to be a part of. Razorbacks used to have Gosford when they were still in the competition. That was the yep. rivalry there. Who did you have at Woolworth? Who was the team? Uh, pretty much everyone hated playing <laughs> Woolworth, so that was the thing. I think probably Terrigal in saying that. Um, from a Woolworth perspective, Terrigal was always the one that was, you know, but that's the whole thing of, you know, everyone hates Terrigal, so that was the rivalry yeah. that we sort of had. Um, personally, I, I love playing against Gosford. Yep. That was the, the rivalry did that you, I had. Did you, sorry, did you guys, did, was there a traditional rivalry other than you just don't like Not everyone really. in the competition? No, there no. wasn't really. There was just a, a mutual hatred towards every other, <laughs> every person who wasn't a red and white jersey. Um, yeah, but, it, you know, you just hate. Every other team. There, what there isn't. There's a, there's a lot of hatred coming out of Woolwe, mate. There okay? is. Probably still is. No, I'm not do, okay. Do you want to talk about it? Got red hair. Do you think I'm okay? <laughs> do you think I'm been bullied my whole life? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and you got four eyes too. <laughs> Slightly overweight as well. <laughs> Slightly. Anyway, <clears throat> back to the games. One of our lakes is also a derby. Because that's the yes. north end. Yes, yeah. So yeah. that's the other one's a derby. Hornsby Razorbacks. We could argue they're both highway towns. We could argue that one. That's also a derby. We're clutching straws, but hey, we can do it. 
Yeah, I, I, wonder, I wonder who we should get someone from Hornsby on. I wonder who Hornsby, have, what team they've, they've decided. You know, that's the t- they want they want to get up for. You know, that's well. Do you know who the big? Do you know who Hornsby's big rival this week this year is? Who's that going to be? Who could it possibly be? It's going to be Woi Woi. That's it. The line off. When is it? It's the line off. I don't know when it is. I know actually. exactly when it is. It's when round is it? seven. Is it? It's down at the rock. Because I can tell you right now, listeners, there is a shield that is being currently prepared. <laughs> we might put some uh, images up on our socials. But the line off shield, the Simba shield, uh, that's going to be underway very shortly. That is now the official rivalry for the Woi Woi lines. And. Mate, I can't wait for that. That's going to be brilliant. We'll get well, you down don't, there you don't want to lose your name, do you? No. Because they're losing a name. They're losing yeah. their mascot. Yes, correct. They're correct. And just a reminder for those of you who didn't hear the earlier versions of the podcast, Berner and I, the B&B podcast, have decided that uh, the winner of the line-off when the Warwick Lions play the Hornsby Lions, the winner of the line-off will maintain their mascot as the lion and the loser of the line-off will be known by their geographical location only. <laughs> and uh, I think what we might do too, well... Uh, I like it. Yeah, let, we might go an aggregate score, women and men put together. You put both sides together. Yeah. You put the scores together, and whoever comes up and scores the most points wins the line-off shield. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put the, we'll put the rules and, and laws in place, but... Um, yeah, there'll be a policy somewhere in there. Consider that Woolworths largest and most important rivalry from now on. All right. Um we didn't. After all that, we didn't even tip who we were no, going so, for, did we? Ter- 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 <laughs> we haven't. I think we got to ter- 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 Terry Lavoca. But um, look, I, I absolutely loved it. I loved. I loved it as a player. Uh, there is nothing better than just hearing the the. Well, you lift for it as well. So even it doesn't matter if the crowds on your side or the crowds against you. That's the that adds to the atmosphere of the day. It does. It does. It. But but also, it's it's their old boys' day and and. Um, it's just it's just good fun going over there and playing, you know, and, and just it's good fun having, you know, the Evoker come over to the Haven and, and, and play as well. But it's it's brilliant because for the most part, you you know, you you're just ripping in for eighty minutes the best you can and the crowd are giving it to you like there's no tomorrow, which is just brilliant. Feeding off that and then you go and you have a beer afterwards. It was uh, it was definitely the you know, the highlights of the calendar, both as a coach and as a player. I absolutely love the local derby between the, the Sharks and the Trojans and uh, and I'll be backing the Trojans for a victory, uh, albeit I, I think a little bit like the women, they might be a bit slow to start and I'll be backing them for a big victory over the Sharks. I'm going to go the upset. Yep. I reckon Avoca are going to hold on at home in a close one. Well, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I reckon – I think Evoker will get up for it. I think yeah. they got up last week against the Razorbacks. And, you know, I think Terry will know a bit more what they're walking into this week. But uh, Terry hasn't played for two weeks and they've had, you know, two quality wins to start the season. But I think, um, yeah, Evoker might well, – hopefully are starting to hit their straps. I just reckon it's going to be a good encounter. I, I, to be honest, I don't really care who wins. I'm just, I just want to enjoy that match. I reckon it's going to be a ripper to watch. Well, after their unexpected victory against the Razorbacks – Let's have a chat with Mitchie Jacobs, the captain for the Evoca Beach side, and get his thoughts on how they went on against the Razorbacks and how they're shaping up for the Trojan match. Well, we've got him on the line right now. Mitch, mate, well done. Congratulations. Massive day down at uh, Hazlitt Oval for the Evoca Beach Sharks, winning all grades and uh, a massive performance in first grade, getting a, a quite a big victory against the front runners of the competition, mate. Congratulations. Thanks, boys. Yeah, it was good. Um to finally get a, a clean sweep against the river. It's been a while, I think. So, 
Yeah, so, so all four grades. Yeah, all four grades in the schooner. Oh, in the schooner. We got, we got, that's a segment on its own. We'll cover that <laughs> off later. Before we get to the important stuff, the golden schooner, let's talk about first grade. So, so good, strong performance. Uh, the team's been sort of building well. Uh, how, how, how did you see it as the captain leading the side around and, and give us a bit of an overview of, of your thoughts? Yeah, I think it was kind of opposite to our game against Karen last week. Um, they came out charging last week and were up by 21 points. And um, this week is the opposite. We're up by 20 points or so, and then they came home, and then we're just, we're just too good at the end, I think, and then just got home in the end against Rembrandt. It was the opposite against Carrion. They pipped us at the end. So it was a much-improved performance, I think. Yeah, and how's your back three going? Because we've got Fuzz on at the start of the um, year talking about he wasn't too sure how they will go. You got a couple of new players there or, or players coming yeah. back. How are they firing yeah. for you? No, nah, it's good to have some wheels out wide. You know, we've been struggling the last couple of years with people coming in and out, but yeah, we've finally got three, I think, that have settled there. Although Mitch Briggs has gone away for a month, I think, now. So. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what you love to hear. He's just starting to hit some form too, wasn't he? I <laughs> know, oh, just before I began, but he's gone. Yeah, well, it's, uh, so you got out of the box early, which is great. A bit of a, a slower start against Carryong. So did uh, Fuzz change it up a little bit of training leading into sort of the, the, the game against the Razorbacks? Um, not particularly. I think, yeah, I don't know what happened against Carryong. They were just too enthusiastic against us. So young boys just blew us off the park, I think. And then, then the old boys kind of got us back in the game. And then it's just a bit too late, I think. But yeah. The rumour is Fuzz is away this weekend and um, we had Slapey and Burjo. Yeah, right. I don't think Fuzz is not going to come back, I don't think he said. <laughs> I was about to say, it's his 300 this weekend. How many yeah. people has he told? He's been <laughs> rampant up all Mate, year. He, yeah. This is the year it's his 300. Yeah. I know. He, he bought his boots to carrying. He wasn't going to play and he told the coach to put him on for five minutes so he got it against Terry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a grub. Yeah, fantastic. Well, mate, look, congratulations. Uh, it, it's a it's a result that is fantastic for the competition. Puts a little bit of, I think, vocal would probably could have done pretty well to fly under the radar, but mm. that type of victory over the Razorbacks, I think, really sends out that the the club's in a lot stronger position than a lot of people thought you were. So, uh, mate, congratulations, fantastic result. Yeah, it's, no, it's good. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. And mate, how do you see things this weekend? Obviously, Shark Week with hosting the Filth. What are you expecting? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a massive day at Avoca. Um, considering last year, no one really got to see us against Terrigal because they, they had against um, behind closed doors at Woiwoi. So that's supposed to be our biggest game of the year last year. But um, finally back at home this week, and it's um, Old Boys Day too. So Toddy Wadey and Brad Hoban have been been um, organising that. So hopefully it's a massive crowd out there to, to watch us hopefully win. And you guys, obviously favourites, coming off a big victory over the Razorbacks. Very short odds. Oh, that's it. Mate, Jake McPhee was saying for the week, I wonder what we have to do to get a tip off Barthy. So, you might be happy to hear that. <laughs> not this week, brother. You're not going to this week. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, go well. Uh, with any luck, it, it, they're always fantastic days. The, uh, Sharks versus the Trojans, whether it's over there or, or over at Terrigal, uh, it's always a fantastic spectacle. And uh, good luck, go well, and all the best. Yeah, can't wait. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Good Cheers, night. mate. Joining us on the line, we have the captain of the Terrigal Trojans, Sam Kenny. Mate, second best week of the year. Well, is the second, it's probably third best week of the year. Grand final week. Second best week is Terrigal versus Oak at the Haven. Haven game, yep. And yep. then third, so the third best week of the year. Unbelievable. Third, yeah. Trojans get to go over <laughs> to uh, Hazlitt Oval and take on the Sharks for the best rivalry in the competition uh, this weekend. How are the Trojans shaping up? Yeah, we've obviously. Um 
had a couple of weeks off um, leading into this class, into this game. So we're like um, we're a bit underdone, I'd say, because even against the Lakes, we had five different five five different guys that played that week that didn't play the previous week, and so we actually don't really know the makeup of our team at the moment. But you we're, guys we'll must be right. you guys be rank outsiders for this. I mean, Evoca's had a really good win over the Razorbacks. They're at home, big crowd. Fuzzers 300th, old boys. Everything's going against you, boys. So I think, you know, you do well just to show up, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Um, no worries, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, um, it's definitely... They seem to be stronger this year than they have in previous years. Like, beating the Rimba, even even if we're in away, that's always a hard game. Like, I don't know. That's, we always find them the toughest to play um, a Rimba, but they... They obviously got over in, in all grades and got the schooner. So, massive day for the club last week. Yeah, well, look, mate, it's all on the line for the Trojans uh, at this point in time, trying to get their season back underway after a couple of week, uh, couple of weeks off for the bye, which is just the unfortunate nature of the draw. How have you spent that time training-wise, um, keeping Todd Atkins away from the pie warmer? What have you done over the last two weeks? So, we've just tried to control what we can. So, Todd Atkins is... <laughs> you can only control what we can. we've... Uh, uh, we trained every night um, and basically just tried to help the other grades who have had games. Like we've got two third grade sides and they've both played every, both weeks, so we've just been running opposition for them and working on our, our game a bit too, but trying to help the other other boys mainly. All right, mate. Well, all the very best for the weekend. Go well. Yeah, cheers, boys. Um, I'll see you out there. Cheers. Thanks, mate. All right, well, Barthy, we did uh, speak about it, but the Golden Schooner has changed hands for the first time. The world has gone topsy-turvy. It has. We we need to give credit to the Razorbacks, who just look like not losing that thing ever. Um, yeah. I don't have footage of the actual event, but I'm yeah. guessing everything was above board. We had Geordie Clark on a few weeks ago, didn't we? We did. Um, confidence that he'd have it the whole year. <laughs> he did have it. And they would be... Filthy, yeah. Because there is a group chat where they, uh, I think they they elect who's going to go in the boat race. Pretty sure it's the same team every yeah, week because yeah. you got to stick to your winning formula. Well, there should be a mutiny now. Yeah, so they're outraged at the Razorbacks at the moment. So, um, yeah, wouldn't like to be behind closed doors there. So back to its back to its original owner. Yeah, Jake McPhee obviously has it at home, cuddles it at night. Um, rumors have it. So congratulations to Jake on on bringing it back home. Yeah, if you're listening to us, Jake, give us a shout out, tag us in something. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps what you get up to with the uh, <laughs> trophy at night. <laughs> um, I did see uh, Tim Date from Terrigal yeah. uh, writing in on the socials to us, just um, licking his lips at the at the prospect and just really sees weakness from head to toe of that um, Evoca boat race lineup. So that, that'll be really interesting after the game. Yeah. Um, Tim very confident to take it back with ease, so we'll see how that plays out. bit of arrogance from Tim, I, I think, but, I, <laughs> but look, he's, he's very confident. And um, he reckons he's going to walk away with it. So um, he's really happy because he doesn't have to wait, you know, another month to sort of get his hands on it. So um, shout out to Tim and all that info may or may not be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, just on that, Barthy, the I have noticed this year the culture of going back to each other's clubhouse is really enhanced. Yep. Just from the photos, I know we had a bit of a dodgy um, year last year with COVID, but the years before that, I think it's dropped off a little bit. Yeah. People going back to uh, there was clubhouses or their venues. Um, but from all reports around the weekend, there was a great turnout yep. in every game. And that's what we want in the, in the rugby and our, our culture is, is is that community. It's that getting together after the game. The 80 minutes is done. You know, you've, you've tried your best. You've either won, you've lost, or you, you've had a draw. 
now it's about time of respecting the community, respecting the players, and uh, and getting together and, and having a having a drink, having a beer, having something to eat, and sharing some time and, and this brilliant game of, of rugby. Yeah, Kyle Lanzani from the Lakes as well wanted me to give a bit of a shout out. Um, where we had four tables of people back at the. Uh, where did they go back to? Budgie Boy Soccer Club, I think they went back to. Right. I believe yeah. so. If it wasn't, sorry to whoever the sponsor is that they're visiting here. <laughs> um, but had those people back there and said it was great that, you know, everyone went back and turned up. And that was a bit of that culture shift yeah. I was telling you about with Wes, the, Absolutely. the new coach trying to push. Um, but also from the other end, Paul Gurley, who's um, not afraid of a beer, said he was stoked <laughs> that he actually got a wristband. He could go up and got free piss while he was there. So the lakes for even putting that just, on. Just Woo or anyone who goes. Uh, I'm not, and it might have only been one beer, but he said free piss. I don't know if I've thrown that a out good, good. every other club now. He was probably had a dozen. He probably had a dozen bloody wristbands on. But it's 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 what separates us from other sports. It, yep. it really is, and it's it's something we have to maintain. And it, I think it's sometimes where we need and we get the older heads to to grab the young guys who get a little bit hot headed after the game and carry on with rubbish and nonsense. Mate, the game's over. Get over it. You've either yep. won or you lost. Yeah. Uh, now it's time to be respectful and, and head to the opposition and uh, and thank them and, and put some money over their bar, just like they'll do for you. Yeah, and it's um. Obviously, hope, hope to see this week, but as always, share the content as much as you can because the more that we can sort of promote that sort of stuff happening, the yep. more other clubs see it, becomes part of the culture and that that um, that thing in people's minds of I'll get changed and leave and just go straight home now because my day's over. We're trying to get rid of that and, you know, obviously go and having a beer with the opposition and, um, you know, just helps promote the, the culture of the game and that's what really yeah. separates us from league. And a lot of leagues that came over last year said yep. that was the best thing was that after the game you go and drink with the opposition. You don't yep. do that in league or other sports. No. No. So that's what really separates us. So congratulations to the comp. We're doing well. Good stuff, people. All right, Barthy, it's that time of the week again, mate. Stones yeah. from the stone thrower. Yeah, I've, I've received a stone, actually, to, um, to pass on by an anonymous thrower. But, um, look, the poor old Wildcats, they've, uh, they've been struggling to catch fire this year so far. So the coach, Glenn Gallagher, has rightly so said, you know what, let's have a, uh, a bonding session yep. together. All reports that uh, Matt Wilmot doesn't know how to start a fire. Really? Yes, mate, and by all reports, the Warner Vale bonfire was three lit cigarettes. <laughs> well, um, I actually like Matt, so that's disappointing to hear. Because right. that's your manhood pretty much gone, isn't it? Absolutely, especially if, you, especially if you backdoor it because you've been given the, the uh, duties of starting the bonfire. Yeah, look, these are big allegations. I don't know. Who, that's, a, that's a big stone. Let, let me tell you, three lit cigarettes is probably worth more than the amount of timber that would be on a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, stone number two. Keeping up the north end of the coast. Betting has been suspended for the sexiest coach of 2021 as Marshall Homopo unveiled his new designer at Cuba over the weekend. Marshall was always short odds to take out the award for the second year in a row, but his latest accessory has squashed any hope of the other coaches competing. And it's fair play as well. Yeah, He well, did look sexy. Mate, uh, Matty... Matty um Matty Hopkins. Matty Hopkins. He's given it a crack. He poked, he poked his head up there for a while. Yeah. Started parading around trying to get the lower end of the coast support. Yeah. Um, it's hard to compete with Marshall though and he's rocked it for a while. But there's – you know what? I'd, I must commend the uh, – I must commend. <laughs> wow. Where did that come <laughs> from? I'm sitting back. You go, I don't brother. think I'm from where we <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kane, what what must you commend? (laughs) Tell us what you commend. I must commend the the outfits of the coaches so far this year. Absolutely exquisite. That's outstanding. (laughs) 
Oh, it's horrible. I reckon they've really enhanced um, what's happening. And I, you got to also, I must commend Marshall as well. <laughs> I'm leading the charge on that front. Actually, you know what we're going to do? What are we going to do? On Saturday, we're going to give out a best dressed award for the best dressed coach. Yep, let's do it. Yep. Out of all the grades. Or you reckon Todd Wadey's got a chance of it? <laughs> <laughs> Not most dressed. <laughs> well, that's it. That's all the stones we've got for this week. Exquisite. Well, that'll Lewis Barthy for another week. Good episode, mate. It was good fun, mate. Always is good fun. Great to have a chat with Mitch Jacobs, captains of Evoca Beach, and Sam Kenny, the Terrigal Trojans captain. They're going to butt heads this weekend on a match of the round local derby. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, cracker games this week. Oh, exciting. I love it. We'll be down there at Hazlitt um, to watch the games. I'm, yep. I'm pumped for it. Obviously, my first time um, going to the, that uh, that fixture. So, really looking forward to that. And a, a big day, and we've got to give a big shout-out as well. Uh, Fuzz, Justin Staben. Plays his 300th game on the weekend. Yep. Uh, also, whilst we're there, um, just a, a quick thank you to, to Brad Hoban, a legend of the uh, Central Coast competition and Evoca Beach, life member of the Evoca Beach rugby side. Uh, super good fella. A great rugby player in his day. Outside centre. Uh, never missed you very often. And, and uh, From experience? Yeah, yeah, he got me quite <laughs> a few times. Good fella. But he gave us the heads up about Fuzz's 300th. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, Hobes, uh, it's really important, guys, that um, when you've got milestones coming up in your clubs that you get a hold of us here at the podcast, we can give them rightly so a shout-out. And so massive shout-out and big congratulations to, to Fuzz. 300 games for a club is an absolutely outstanding achievement, mate. Congratulations from Berner and I and for everyone, I'm sure, in the rugby community. Well done. All right, we'll go well, Fuzz. And, uh, mate, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, Let's get out on Saturday. We might try and bring a few... Few bits and bobs, not many. They're on short supply, limited supply. The beer coolers, but uh, might bring out a few stickers and coasters and a few things like that. Good stuff. Well, if you see, if you are down at Hazlitt, make sure you come up and say hello. And remember, tag us in anything you got over the weekend, and go well. See ya. <laughs>